Hello and welcome to Zaniversity Life Lessons 101. I'm your host, Zan Bills. I'm here with my special guest, Michael DeLuca. Mike has developed a journal that I've been using for three months now and have just found absolutely transformational in achieving daily goals and daily habits that are, are getting me really moving. Michael DeLuca is the founder of Integrative Wellness and Development, LLC. He created the Your Nine Steps Program for Goal Achievement Mastery, the Daily Goal Mastery Journal, and is co-creator of the Dream Learning Program. Mike has had quite the life journey, spending over 50 years helping people, businesses, entrepreneurs, and corporations to reach personal, business, and financial goals. His appearances on radio, television, webinars, seminars, and podcasts have inspired millions of people around the world, and it is my pleasure to welcome him as our guest today. Welcome, Mike, and thank you for joining me. Well, thank you for having me on your show, Zan. I'm really excited about being here with you and your listeners. I'm really excited about having you as well. How are things going this week? What have you been up to? Wow, it's a, it's a very busy week. We're getting uh, ready for our third um, COVID crisis comeback challenge, which will be uh, happening over this weekend. And so there's a, there's a great deal of preparation. Um, we have some really fantastic uh, guest speakers that'll be joining us. And um, so uh, getting, you know, working on last minute uh, publicity for that. And um, so it's, it's been busy. I have a couple of new websites I'm getting ready to launch. So I've been working on those and continuing to write. Um, been uh, writing some more booklets and more guidebooks and um, getting ready to do a whole bunch of more recording. And what has been your funniest moment this week? <laughs> I think my funniest moment was um, I recorded last Sunday. We have every Sunday, we have a mastermind alumni group. Uh, and um, we meet together from people all over the world and we have a special guest that joins us and we work on a different topic. Um, we've been working on healthy living over the last couple of weeks. So uh, somebody asked me to post up real quickly the video of that and I didn't have time to edit it. And so um, there was, you know, five minutes of the intro with me, you know, looking around and checking. And then I think I belched once. And, oh no! <laughs> and so you know that went up without any editing, and and that's good. I mean, I'm human. People know I'm human, and um, so I think that's the fun. That's one of the funniest moments I've had in a really long time. So that's it had a bloopers reel already built into it. <laughs> Amazing. You know, I think it's so important for um, these kind of experiences that people remember that you're dealing with a human. It's not uh, some robot on the other side delivering all these lessons. It's a real person. Yep. I'm a real person with the same strengths, weaknesses, uh, challenges that everybody else has. I've been fortunate to learn over the years um, a number of really powerful techniques and tools that have helped me, you know, um, go through some really challenging times and also have, you know, some of the most exciting adventures that I could have never dreamed about having. So uh, yeah, we're, we're all in this game together. Mm -hmm. I think I would be very interested to hear about some of those really challenging moments that you've had. What would you say was one of your most challenging moments or experiences? 
Well, I think for me, um, very early on in my career, uh, and I had a, an amazing career right out of university, and I was managing a great project, and um, you know, through a series of very un, uh, unforeseen and very unfortunate circumstances, I found myself um, without work, uh, without income, and uh, very quickly lost my apartment. I lost my car. I lost my girlfriend. I lost my dog. Um, you know, it's kind of, dog. I had to give the dog away because I couldn't. Uh, I was living in a car and I was living in a tent by a pond and doing couch surfing and just trying to survive while I was looking for work and trying to rebuild my career. So I had to give the dog away to a good friend of mine. And uh, so she would have a good home because I really didn't want her to suffer the way I, you know, I was suffering. So it must have been really hard for you. I know you're, you know, you're a big dog person and, and to lose all those, you know, your whole support system, all those things that you depend on for, you know, staying sane. How did you have managed? Well, I think um, we all come into a time period in our lives where we are forced to face and lean on what we have inside of us. And I was very fortunate from a very young age, I studied personal development, self-help, uh, spirituality, and I had a number of mentors a number of um, you know resources that were you know I had integrated inside of myself that I immediately went to because the the world had you know the floor had dropped out from under me and I had nothing else to hold on to and so um, what I did have it was what was inside of me and I began applying those principles immediately uh, and it led from literally living in the street to within uh, Less than a year, I was working for a $16 billion Fortune 100 company and traveling, you know, all over, uh, riding in corporate jets and, you know, entertaining people at five-star restaurants. And uh, you could not imagine making that jump in such a short period of time, but it was the power of what I used. That is an absolutely incredible transformation to go from living in your car, losing your, you know, your girlfriend, your dog, everything that you spend your whole life developing. How did you make that transition? And what was that like? Tell me a little bit, like, how did it feel before the transition? What was going on? And then what happened? Well, before the transition, like, you know, everybody else, um, I was very involved with my career. I was the youngest program manager in the world managing this, uh, this project that I was spreading all over uh, the Northeast of the United States. How old were you? I was, gosh, when I started that, I was 23 years old. Wow. Um, so, um, you know, the career took up a, a great deal of my time. I also did quite a bit of volunteer work, um, quite a bit of service work. Uh, teaching, uh, volunteer teaching of classes in, in spiritual development and personal development, and had, you know, had many friends and, and uh, had a very full life. But then when the bottom dropped out, you know, when the crisis hit, and I was left with nothing, I still, uh, still had these basic core principles. And there were three in particular that I leaned on that are now the foundation of this COVID crisis comeback challenge that I, I offer to folks. And also there are three of the nine steps 
uh, of my year nine steps program to goal achievement mastery. And was there a moment where you discovered these steps or was it a process? Um, it was a process of piecing together these steps, sort of like you would uh, find three pearls in the ocean and then string them on a, on a necklace. Um, these three keys, the first key was concentration and focus. Mm. Um, as the storm of my life was spinning around me, I had learned both in my personal development training and my mar martial arts training, the importance of having a clear mind, focusing on what's in front of you and just removing everything else that's a distraction so that I can begin to make a plan and follow the plan and move forward. So that was the first key. What kind of distractions were you dealing with when you were homeless? Uh, fear, <laughs> you know, mm -hmm. fear of, you know, uh, being mugged or killed, uh, you know, living on the street is a dangerous situation. Um, fear of never getting out of that, never uh, being able to find work. Um, fear of, you know, becoming one of the millions of people who kind of disappear into the street. Um, fear that, uh, you know, fear that, you know, people would look down on me and look differently about me. Um, you know, today we're a very um, risk uh, adverse world and we don't deal with change very well. And we certainly don't deal with um, loss of uh, material goods very, very well. So um, I was, you know, I was struggling with that. And what did you do in order to get that concentration and focus to get you back on track? Um, you know, I, I utilized every day a series of, first of all, uh, spiritual and mental exercises that my mentors had given me, which allowed me to focus so deeply inside of myself that um, what was going on around me did not uh, disturb or distract me. I used a great deal of visualization exercises to visualize. I was able to move into the future and see every day the future that I wanted to live and saw it in such detail that it almost pulled me towards it. Um, yeah. And I, I also visualize having this blanket of protection around me at night when I would be sleeping, wherever it is I, was, I would be sleeping. I controlled my breathing as well mm -hmm. on my mind. You were telling me before about how you, um, when you were training to become a fighter pilot for a brief time, you, you learned some breathing techniques that helped to focus you. Well, um, I, I, I didn't make it into the, uh, the Air Force and, and their pilot training program. I, I wound up taking uh, private lessons to fly aircraft, but my teachers were fighter pilots, former fighter pilots. And um, they taught me a great deal about military breathing used by pilots and also by elite special forces people like your uh, Navy SEALs and your Rangers and um, special forces, Green Beret type people. And that is um, taking four deep breaths in, holding for four counts, four, four counts in, hold for four counts, four counts out. And I also use that in the martial arts. And it really slows everything down and 
gets you into a very different state of being. And I also used a mantra. Mm. Uh, mantras are very, very powerful in meditation and yoga. They also are very powerful when you're trying to maintain a very clear and um, clean mindset, you know? Mm -hmm. So I use that uh, as well. So that's some pretty incredible tools that you're sharing with our audience here. You are using visualization of the future, you know, special breathing, imagining yourself in safety. And those are some great ways to deal with fear, which I think a lot of people are experiencing in the world right now. What was the second key that you were sharing that helped you in the situation? Yeah, the second key is creativity. Um, creativity and um, understanding that we are incredibly resourceful people. And that when you don't have resources, you still have your resourcefulness. And I became incredibly resourceful. You know, I was able to you know, feed myself using things I had learned uh, in fishing and hunting. And um, I was able to connect with people and network even while I was homeless. You know, I, I borrowed somebody's um, phone number. And uh, at the time, there were, you know, telephone recording machines. They let me use their phone number and their recording machine to um, get messages from people. I had a PO box so people could send me correspondence, even though I didn't live anywhere. And um, I, you know, I, I did whatever I could to connect with people and I applied for over 100 jobs. And what wow. I would do is, yeah, That's what I, yeah, yeah. I mean, to go through 100 no's, when you're homeless and, and you don't know where your next meal is going through, could crush someone who had not developed the strength and the mental fortitude that I had developed using these techniques, right? Mm -hmm. But I continued to push. And, uh, you know, I would find work for a day or sometimes once a week, make enough money, I would rent a really, you know, broken down, crazy car. They were called... Um, uh, you know, at the time, you know, these broken down cars, uh, you could rent for like $10 a day. Uh, rent a wreck was, was one of the companies. And literally, literally, that's what it was. Yeah, literally, you rented the Yeah. And so I had saved up enough money to, uh, I'd put on my suit and I'd rent this rent a wreck car and I would drive to an interview. And they had no idea that, you know, a, and a few hours ago, I was living in the street. Um, so that was, was that craziest um, wreck that you had to drive. Like, did you have any with doors falling off or? Um, uh, <laughs> yeah, I had this one that you had to. Um, uh, it developed a leak in the um, the radiator of the of the car. So what I had to do was carry uh, one gallon water jugs with me. And pull over to the side of the road every, you know, half hour or so and fill up the radiator no. with water. Yes. Yes. I, I remember uh, yeah. when I was a kid, we um, we had a car that we were pretty much holding together with duct tape. Like one of the windows was all duct tape. Yeah. <laughs> the car was just duct taped together. And, you know, that's, that's when you're a young person. You have to uh, be creative and... 
Yep. Be creative and be <laughs> resourceful. Jug of water, amazing. Yeah. yeah. You know, um, one of my favorite TV shows was MacGyver. And um, for those who don't know MacGyver, it, it's a show about uh, somebody who had this incredible creativity and resourcefulness. And, you know, um, he was sort of like a secret agent type of person. And uh, he'd be trapped in a barn and there were these bad guys coming to get him. And he um, didn't have, never carried guns or anything like that. But he would go look around what was laying around and he would grab a PVC pipe and he would grab um, some nails and uh, he would grab some hairspray and uh, create a, um, a bazooka out of a cigarette lighter, hairspray, PVC pipe, and nails, right? Or he would create a bomb out of putting a, uh, a, a spray aerosol can in a microwave oven and time it just so that when the people came in, the microwave would, you know, heat up the, the uh, hairspray can and it would blow up. Um, so we have that same type of creativity and resourcefulness. I, I've come to find that the answer to every problem and the uh, tools that you need to solve them come right with the problem, right? right. Come right with the challenge. What and do you mean? What do I mean by that? Um, well, for instance, um, you know, life leaves clues. And when I finally was, you know, when I was finally on my way to finding that job, mm-hmm. um, I, uh, what was really interesting is, uh, um, you know, a friend of mine, I would uh, visit from time to time and, uh, you know, take out his garbage or, you know, play with his kids or do something to help out. Um, I even gave him one of my guitars, right? And um, one day he, um, he said, hey, um, we're going on vacation. Would you house it for us for four or five days, you know, I was like, wow, it's starting to get cold. <laughs> oh, when am I going to house it? This is great, right? Yeah, yeah, all right, I'll house it for you. And uh, so I took care of his cats and his plants. And But while I was there, I saw a bunch of machines on the floor and a bunch of manuals. And I started playing with the machines and reading the manuals. And it was all of this sophisticated communication uh, equipment. And when he came back, I said, oh, man, this is really great stuff. What is it? And he says, well, I, I work for 3M. And, you know, this is their telecommunications equipment and facsimiles and multiplexers. And he said, you know, you could sell this. So I said, yeah, I'd, I'd love to be doing that, you know. And, you know, a few weeks later, I bumped into him and he said, hey, they're hiring somebody. Uh, you know, this new manager, they've just hired him. He's coming in and he's going to hire five or six new salespeople. And so that began my journey of interviewing to get the job that I had dreamed about, right? Uh, and uh, with it took me several months. It took me almost four or five months of interviewing, but I finally landed that job and went from living on the streets to had an apartment, a company car, an expense account, health care, you know, a nice salary. Wow, that's quite the transition. Yeah. It's interesting that it was a moment of service that ended up connecting you with that job. I believe that that is part of the third key. Mm. And the third key is learning to um, to collaborate, to cooperate, and to um, build community. You know, and community is all about 
really helping each other be the best we can be. It's supporting each other when someone is down or is in need, right? It's inspiring each other, right? So uh, that, you know, that really helped me see the three C's. You know, all that time I was on the street, I was teaching some volunteer classes. I was teaching people personal development and spiritual development, you know, even though I had nothing. Um, because I was living in the future, you know, I was living in the future of my goal having already been achieved. Well, and every my, day you were visualizing that, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I visualized that every day to the point where I was living in that reality. I wasn't living in the reality of living in a tent or being homeless or being uh, worthless, right? No. No, I was living in the reality of being already achieving the goals that I set for myself, but I practiced and worked at it every day. I didn't just sit and visualize. I worked every day. I applied for jobs. I called companies. I, I worked, did whatever I could to create value. And that value eventually came back to me. So I'm sharing these three keys now as part of the you know, I retired a few years ago and I said, there's no way I'm going to sit around and I don't play golf. They won't allow me on a golf course because I'm so bad. You know, I was, I wasn't, I wasn't going to spend my time watching Netflix. And, you know, uh, so I, I, when COVID came around, I really realized this is my chance to help people use the tools that I, you know, formed my life, made my life what it is today. And here's my chance to help people in one of the worst times possible. Right. And when times are really, really bad, that's when it's time for us to rise up and take what we've learned and help each other make their lives better. So that's what I'm doing. I have to say, I uh, attended one of your first COVID crisis comeback meetings, and it was really incredible to hear you um, just share some of these amazing exercises that you've used to overcome some pretty incredible crises in your life. Can you tell me a little bit more about how you came up with this idea for the, the COVID crisis comeback challenge? Um, well, you know, coming back from a crisis is a challenge. So that was a no brainer, you know, to come up with that title, because that was my goal. My goal was to help people deal with whatever change, whatever crisis, whatever uh, problems this uh, particular crisis did for them. And I've lost family members. I've, I've had friend, lost friends. I've had people's businesses fail. Um, people lost their jobs. Um, you know, people that I know have been seriously impacted by this. But people I know who've been seriously impacted who worked with me had their businesses turn around. I helped people take businesses that were going under and turn them around. I helped people restructure their lives be able to deal with this crisis. I went back and, and, you know, received advanced diploma training in solutions focused coaching, problem solving, um, internet marketing. Uh, you know, I, I study every day, and even though I'm in my 60s, I study every day for hours and hours, learning more to give more. So that was the key that the timing was right. I had had success and I basically took all of the tools I used over my career that helped me and I packaged it into one uh, program. 
and uh, delivered it this way in three separate sessions. And then, you know, people can continue working with me, you know, coaching as a coach, or they can work with my daily goal mastery journal. And you had mentioned that earlier, and this is an incredible, uh, you know, opportunity. I basically took everything that worked for me and I put it in one, um, not, it's not just a journal, it's really a personal development system. It's like having a coach in a box working with you 24 hours a day. Now we can't, most people right now, because of the crisis, they can't afford a coach every day. So I provided them with the opportunity to be pulled through everything you need in order to achieve your goals and um, move your life forward towards the kind of life you want to live. And on top of that, you know, coach in a box, you also have actual coaching every Sunday, which you've been providing completely free so far, which has been absolutely incredible to have that on top of the journal. Um, And I have to say, I just find that doing that little bit of of focusing in the morning to just really think about, oh, how do I want my day to go? What do I need to do today um, to make that future that I'm imagining happen? It's like a perspective shift that that starts to happen. And, and I love how you have it in these really bite-sized, slow steps that build up. And over time, you start looking back at, oh, wow, okay, I've actually done a lot since I started this. And, you know, it's been very interesting. And I'm so excited to be able to have you here to talk about your program and to be able to share this with other people who I think could really benefit from it because a lot of people are feeling the way that you were feeling when you you lost everything. And they're scared about what the future holds. And if they can get into that place where they're imagining their best future, they can start living in that self living in their, their real self instead of this shrunken person that is consumed by fear. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very excited to have this opportunity to help people help themselves. Uh, I'm very grateful to have been on your show today, and I wish you all the most wonderful luck and experiences with this show. Uh, you're a wonderful host, and uh, you're, you have tremendous energy. And just keep sharing that energy, keep shining that light you have with others. And uh, you will touch other people too. And you will inspire other people as well. Thank you so much. I feel exactly the same way about you. Your energy is incredible. So if people are interested in signing up for your COVID crisis comeback challenge or learning more about the journal or your programs and coaching, where can they go to find out more information about that? Um, They can go, first of all, to reboot restart.com r-e-b-o-o-t-r-e-s-t-a-r-t.com and you can learn all about the challenge uh also they can go to goal mastery journal g-o-a-l-m-a-s-t-e-r-y-j-o-u-r-n-a-l.com goalmasteryjournal.com and they can learn more about the products and programs that are always uh, being produced and evolving So uh, I look forward to serving your listeners through those two sites. Well, thank you so much for joining us today, Mike. It has been an absolute pleasure and I'm looking forward to our part two coming soon. Thanks again, (laughs) Zan. Take care. Have a great week, Mike.